The top five. Top, top five side ones. Top five records to play on a Monday morning and all that. The top five movies. Here's the top five candidates. Top five dream job. All time, top five, most memorable breakups. Yeah, top five, classic. <laughs> Welcome to Top Five, Season Three on the road this week. Sure wish Alan would slow down while we're trying to record. Uh, I, I'm your host, Taylor Mitris. This is the podcast where every week we. Uh, bring my special guest in they pick a subject then we pick our top fives in that subject you could pick anything you could pick top five lubricants top five ponies top five things you forgot to say in your podcast this week we have a very special guest a guest who we literally had to half the reason we packed up this entire studio into a van and then drove that van and then Put her sack over her head, pulled her into the van, and made her do a podcast. Uh, we're here with Laura Mitchell today. Laura, how are you? Oh, Taylor, I'm fantastic. Thank you for that wonderful introduction. Oh, hey, no problem. Let me just put that mic closer to your face. Well, I'm two feet from the ground, so... That is true. You're even getting more heat in your mic. That's where you're at right now. Ooh, yeah. Feel free to enunciate. <laughs> uh, 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 Laura, how are you today? I'm fantastic. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. Is it weird that like we, we put you in a van on the side of the road while packs of feral dogs run around? Taylor, I am very used to that being how you and I come together to hang out. Usually you kidnap me, um, cover mm-hmm. my face with something so I have no idea where mm-hmm. we're going, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. have consistently forced your friendship onto me for about 10 years now. That is honestly how this has worked. Um, I cannot think of anyone who has struggled harder to love me, and yet here <laughs> we are. Um, Laura, I've known you for many years now. Mm-hmm. Yep. And yet you have gotten out of this podcast for three full ones. Well, to be fair... There, the New York State Thruway and different cities has separated us. And I've been really busy finishing my degree, working, interning, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, taking mm-hmm. care of my really shitty dog. Mm-hmm. Your dog does suck. I know. She's the worst. Your dog's the worst. Um, but, you know, Top I've been five busy. worst dogs. Ooh, definitely Addie. Mm. She's the worst. Corgis mm. are great, just not the one I purchased. Did you know that uh, the reason corgis have that specific pattern on their back is because the fairy folk used to ride them, <laughs> and that's their saddle? Yes, I believe we have talked about this that's all I know about corgis. <laughs> and not the Queen Elizabeth. No, I guess Queen Elizabeth has them and she's not going to breed anymore because she doesn't want any to outlive her. No, really? True story. <gasps> oh, that breaks my heart. Well, you know what else breaks your heart this week's top five subject? Laura. Oh, yeah. What did you? What have you brought to me? What's? What do you want to talk about today? Well, it, knowing me as well as you do, it's really hard for me to make decisions. And so after much deliberation, I decided to settle on my top five Guilty pleasure bands. All right. All right. I like it. Okay. Mm -hmm. So we used to work in a music store way back in the day in our other life. Yep. 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 Do you find there's a huge difference between the music you'll tell people you like and the music you actually like? Mm, Excellent question. So for this, I decided to be brutally honest. So this Mm -hmm. is almost like my confession of bands. Wait, is R. Kelly on this? (laughs) 
Wait, he might be. Or was that Usher? Who had These the confessions? confessions. It was Usher. It was Usher. Yeah, Fuck. I think that was when he was dating Lisa Left Eye from TLC, and that was like his confession tape to her or something. You got I me. I think I don't know internet. If you could please double check. My oh, we'll facts. get letters. <laughs> I'm sure. They're like that little bitch was lying. Um, no, so I'm decided to be really honest. Like I said, these are my guilty pleasures. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. these are artists that I don't, you know, get in a car with a bunch of people and like, let's listen to this. This is like when I'm by myself and I want to just get down or dance or have fun. Sure. These are the artists and things that I listen to mm-hmm. versus like my day to day, like music that's more current. So these are more older artists that have just kind of stuck with me mm-hmm. and they may not be cool anymore were they cool at the time they were they okay. were kind of cool at the time so maybe some of this is you just holding on to a past that no longer exists Ooh, taylor right in the kisser um a little bit because a lot of them do remind me of a very specific time of my life mm-hmm. um so i was kind of like listening to some of them before meeting up with you and being like oh man i remember like when i first saw this band or i first heard the song and kind of where i was at in life which has mm-hmm. been it's a whole it's a whole new world now now i'm listening to more contemporary stuff um a little more like metal which sure. is surprising that is surprising yeah yeah and country man casey I... musgraves she has as much as i hate her because she is so perfect i love she's great like she no idea who that is no idea oh man taylor is, I don't country music. I I like a good folk, and I'm always surprised by like when I enjoy a nice folk song, but like overall country music is turned into this weird like snap track mm. bullshit. No, she so her and Chris Stapleton, mm-hmm. who and Sturgill Simpson. I, this might be my top five favorite country artists. Um, they have more of like an old school like real country roots to it mm-hmm. casey's a little more of that like pop country okay, okay. but it's none of that like come up in my truck drive down the street I, drink I a beer any more songs I, about painted no, on jeans no, and trucks no. and beer like i love those things not trucks but i love i don't you know what no i like yeah. beer that's about all i have on there yeah and it's not even like good beer it's just no. shitty beer um no so they're more i don't know they're just more modern and mm-hmm. they're just better artists sure. than the they're not casey musgraves has never been no i can't say never anymore because now she's been played on the radio but up until this last year they never even played her on the radio and she won everything so what you're telling me is you knew her before it was cool um well zach introduced her to me uh-huh. to which um out of anger and rage i deliberately was like no i won't listen to her music um and now i'm like damn casey she is so good at everything she does. You know what else is good? Your number five guilty <gasps> guilty pleasure band. All right, so this is actually more of an artist. Okay. And he he mm-hmm. is number five because he's kind of been around the longest. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's our good friend Slim Shady. The real one the, or like a different one? Um, I, I don't know. He's pretty real these days. He's sober. Congratulations, Marshall Mathers, on your sobriety. Good for him. And yeah, Eminem. He brings it back. And he is one that I'll listen to when I am just... I've had a really shitty day, maybe. And I just want to yell and rap my little heart out. Because, um, mm-hmm. yeah, because he's... and But he's been consistent, right? Yeah, no, he has. I would say even from his very beginnings, he's always been good. Right, and that's a, what what I mean is he's always been good, but it's just not an artist that I'm like pumped 
to be like, yeah, I still listen to Eminem. Right, it's right, like right. I hide it. It's it's a guilty pleasure. I would never tell someone I still listen to Eminem, and I don't, for the record. But I, when I was, we're about, we're the same age. So when I was in like middle school, mm-hmm. all the white boys were wearing white, long, <laughs> long, long mm-hmm. white t-shirts and dyeing their hair blonde. Ugh. And it was infuriating <laughs> that everyone I knew in high school looked and dressed the same just because I wasn't entirely able to distinguish them. So I'm like, you don't have a characteristic you just like Eminem. That's your one thing. Now that's what you look like too. Yeah, you. you but that's okay. But that's why I love music so much, and that's why I'm. I kind of pick these specific people because it's like you identified hundred percent, especially when you were like a younger kid, mm-hmm. in who you listen to, right? So it's like, yeah. especially in like middle school and high school, you were siloed into the musical genre that you listen to. That is that is very true. I think musical taste was definitely one of the, the one of the major factors of like where you belonged in high school. Yeah, that and like attractiveness with. and mm-hmm. and um, <laughs> fashion sense, fashion sense, and just the ability to not lose your mind at any given moment. Speaking of lose your mind, oh, you, you lose better your mind? lose yourself in the moon. The moment you, I just yeah, I just he's he's always been. I can remember so clearly listening to his album on my friend Kayla's yellow CD player. Yeah, <laughs> CD player. That's a her, her very uh, dated. And we would listen to it and walk around like the north side of Syracuse thinking we were so tough. We were not tough. No, and no one was. No one was. No one was. But, okay, what, what to you, what keeps Eminem around for you? I just... He's so unapologetic. Mm-hmm. Like, he just literally gave no fucks his entire career. And most recently, what was it, last year, he came out with that that um, rap where he just destroyed Trump. And I was yeah. like, mm, that's my boy. He'll also do the end credits song to a Marvel movie. Really? Venom. Really? Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm real behind on my Marvel so no one ruined yeah you didn't miss anything I, with that one i know but i you know i still feel guilty but yeah so he's just he's always been my boy um his daughter have you seen his daughter Haley? no he didn't kill her jesus Haley. yes she's like in her early 20s i want to say really? and i feel bad for him as a father because she what? is very attractive oh that's I, gotta be tough i'm gonna do my best not to look that up no mm. did he ever divorce his wife oh yeah did he? I would think so. Kim? I don't know. Did he? I, I mean, I don't know. Because I know the thing was, like, uh, the joke was always, like, if he divorces his wife, he has to give her, like, half of his money, and that's oh. why he never did. So he might not, they might not be legally divorced, but just I don't separated? Know. I, don't, I, have I have no, no clue. I don't keep up on that kind of mm. thing. I don't live in a trailer park. Ooh, burn. That was mean. Um, No, I just... um. Yeah, I'll just listen to him from time to time, though. So he's not one that I, I like, consistently will listen to, but actually, mm-hmm. Lindsay... From uh, Improv. Shout out to Salt City Improv Theater. If you say someone's name, they have to come on the podcast. You oh, know that, right? Well, That's Lindsay. part of the lore. Lindsay and Crystal. Well, Crystal's been on, right? Well, Crystal has been yeah. on. Yeah, she was on top five uh, craziest life experiences. Oh, she's got so many good ones. Big episode. <laughs> that, was a, that, was, that shit got nuts. <laughs> that girl. I mm, love her. 
Um, but yeah, so Lindsay was like listening to and put them on at the bar. I think at Jay Ryan's before really? they closed. Mm-hmm. Oh, R.I.P. Jay Ryan's. And uh, I was like, oh man, Eminem. He's one that I like forget about, but then mm-hmm. when I hear him again, I'm like, yes, Slim Shady. <sighs> so, so yeah, he's he's my number five guilty pleasure because he is the white boy thug that I will not let go of from Aww. a very specific time of my that's, life. That's beautiful, man. Thank you. That's beautiful. Thank you. You know what I like about the guilty pleasures is it's it's not always cool. But sometimes it is cool. And I want to tell you, for my number five, it's hip. You know? It's hip to be not so cool. It's it's hip to be square. Oh, no. That's right. No. My number five is Huey Lewis and the fucking news. Actually, that doesn't surprise me from you, but that's still sad. I love Huey Lewis and the news. <laughs> I would never tell anyone until now. Mm. I own none of their CDs. But God damn it. If I hear like power of love on the radio i will lose my mind that's that's that is the definition of a guilty pleasure it's the song that you hear and then you lose your shit while you're driving i i lose my shit watching back to the future because there's songs in there and i'm like oh man that band's really good that's oh god it's huey lewis the news just cash in sell out pop music from the 80s just absolute unredeemable garbage but you know who might be able to redeem it is Gerald Way with the Umbrella Academy Gerard soundtrack. Way? Is it Gerald? It's Gerard. Gerard? Gerard. I've been calling him the wrong name for years. Yeah. Gerard Whatever. Way. That guy. He did such a good job making 80s classic songs cool again with that soundtrack. He did. And he had a he had a Simon and Garfunkel song yeah. on there. I think it was Hazy Shade of Winter. Oh, that's one of the best ones on that album. And I couldn't believe, like... I'm going to make Hulu's go a little further away here. Um, I couldn't believe I was like rocking out to Simon and Garfunkel, who almost made my list, but didn't. Mm. Because I don't seek them out anymore, mm-hmm. even in a guilty pleasure way. Yeah. But that was a band that I loved that I would be ashamed of. But, but he, they did such a good job of making it so cool. They did make cool. it cool. They did make it cool. It was like, there was, there was another song on that. Um, oh, you know what song I'm thinking of that we are now obsessed with, where you and I texted each other lyrics of the song. Constantly. now. Doesn't seem to be anyone around. I think we're alone now. So yeah, I was in a car a with a girl, and oh. she put on a she put on a song. Shaboing boing. Oh, sir. Oh, sir. Um, she put on. <laughs> known each other too long she put on um a, a song and i'm like i know this song i like this song who is this and it was not tiffany it was the original version that's right and I, she was like oh i love this guy and i'm like yeah me me too i totally know who this is and not because i know a tiffany song but anyway he was in the news uh, which is mostly associated with uh, uh psycho murder from uh, uh have you ever, uh, american psycho uh it's got the scene where it's like, their new album was a commercial success, but I find that it really can be blue blue. And he's just such a douche, and that's why he likes Huey Lewis and News, because it's music for douches. No. I've never seen American Psycho. Really? That's fine. Okay. You can probably get away with that for the rest of your life. All right. Hopefully. What's that? Tiffany? I didn't think you'd come back. 
running just as fast as we can. Welcome to Podcast Karaoke. I'm Taylor Matrix. That's definitely what this is going to turn into. This is going to turn into. So yeah, Huey Lewis in the news. Um, I knew you were going to say that because you've always had such a weird taste of music, Taylor. You know, I do, but usually I'm okay with being like, all I listen to is Tom Waits and the Fleece Brothers and Bruce Springsteen. And I'm okay with sharing that with people. I would never tell anyone I love Huey Lewis the News unless it was for a podcast. Mm, unless it was for viewers. Um, yeah. And clickbait. It's weird how they view us doing this. Mm, mm. Hashtag wrong. Um, Laura. Yeah. What's what's your number four? Uh, okay. So my number four, I, I couldn't really pick one. Okay. It's kind of a cluster. Okay. Fuck. Um, because I was thinking about it, I'm like, there are, there's a few of them. Okay. But uh-huh. 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 all right. So f- full disclosure, all I right. did not listen to this band when they were first coming out. I probably did listening to like 93Q or mm-hmm. something on the mm-hmm. radio. Mm-hmm. But that's I, our local pop station yes. in Syracuse, New York. In Syracuse, New York, it's a local pop station. But now I'm really into the Jonas Brothers. <laughs> the fuck <laughs> and and maroon five like that was i couldn't decide between the two because they're equally like shitty pop but catchy i am, I am blown away uh, i never listened to the jonas Bro- like i always made fun of people like who yeah. listened to the jonas i'm like the jonas brothers but this song got me i've never even heard this song when did this come out like a month ago oh so so now that you've been converted to the jonas brother team is there a jonas brother you like best Ooh, i love joe and and i will tell you all of the reasons i love joe is joe the youngest jonas brother no that would be nick okay which one is joe joe is the one that just married sophia turner in vegas with ring pops wait excuse me Excuse me, from Game of Thrones, Sophie Turner? Uh-huh. They just got married after so much the Billboard Music oh, Awards. That's right. They went to, uh, they had a Halloween thing where they went as uh, uh, Gomez and Morticia. They did? Because I have never year. had a, a more erection than when I saw her <laughs> with the black hair as Morticia Adams. Mm-hmm. That's right. She. I mean, I I don't know. Like, growing up, you know, they, they had to do what they had to do for Disney, which a lot of artists and people had to do once they signed that contract oh Mickey Mouse gonna have to slap a hole and uh yeah I just you know they were like a dumb kids show and yeah. artist and now I'm like sucker for you is so good and now I like follow them on Instagram and Twitter and I'm like I know way too much about their personal lives and how did you get on this as a grown-ass woman on the <laughs> Jonas Brothers train uh like I get it the song slaps but it's I mean song. what it, it's the song. It was the song Sucker. And, well, no, to be fair, okay. I started kind of getting more into them and following them and stuff um, after Joe Jonas had his, what is it called? It was that band that had um, Cake by the Ocean. Oh, um, it's, it's a, like it's a foreign name. Yeah. ADN or whatever it was. I don't like, remember. Yeah. So, cake by the Ocean. ocean. Yeah, oh. I remember the song. Yeah, so that song, I was like, oh, the song is catchy, but like... Wait, there's a Jonas Brother in that song, in that band? Joe. Oh, He's I didn't the know front that. man. So No, I didn't know that. I don't know. I think just now that social media has kind of allowed me to see more into their lives and see like, oh, they're mm-hmm. just like us. 
Um, and him and Sophia Turner are just crushing it yeah, yeah. in life and as a couple. I'm like, yeah, like he's he's my kind of people, and he's he's weird. Like I, you know, I thought he was just a Disney brat, and now weird. I'm like, oh no, he's a little weirdo like us. You know what I like about Sophia Turner is that she's been very um, upfront about her depression issues, and that yeah. that is so so nice to hear from someone who seems like a very together like 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 strong uh, uh unassailable person and she's like yeah i think just having social media has caused me to have like a lot more depression issues and she's like i got rid of it and i felt a lot better and i was like that is amazing to hear from like y- y- you know someone who is at clearly at the peak of her game mm. about to be starring in a terrible x-men movie oh um, yeah so we'll talk about that in pop yeah. um i don't like any of the x-men movies what i don't like them Oh, I liked I liked the uh, I liked Logan, the one with Wolverine. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I I I don't like them. Well, to be fair, I think the last one I saw was the one before Logan came out, and I can't even tell you the name of it. Couldn't tell you. But it... I was told I've seen all of them. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> like, yeah, you saw Apocalypse. You know, no. they were like Storm was there. I'm like, mm. yeah. Mm. Was it Halle Berry? Like, yeah. I'm like. Yeah, that could have been the movie that came out in, like, 2000. I honestly don't remember. Okay, that might be the last one I saw. I think Halle Berry was still in it. I don't know when she stopped being in them. I have no idea. But, yeah, she so Sophie Turner's doing amazing things with her career. She crushed it. Congratulations on your marriage. And... You think that's going to last? Oh, I really want it to, but... They're both I, very famous right now. She and she's she's only like what twenty two. She's young. I mean, I think of myself. I I was so dumb at twenty two. So, you know, not that I'm judging. You're smart my enough decisions. to not like the Jonas Brothers, I, right? And now, what's happened to me? <laughs> what is going on? I'm regressing. <laughs> um, but do you, do you think you are trying to capture some semblance of youth with the Jonas Brothers? Not at all. Okay, That's <laughs> not fair. one bit. I really just I. I like that song. It's mm-hmm. a fun song to sing and dance mm-hmm. to. Mm-hmm. And it's just kind of been like... And then I realize how unconsciously I know a lot of their music. Mm-hmm. Just from like living in society. Um, but back to Sophia's like depression and stuff. Yeah. It's really amazing. That I just... I guess not amazing. But I couldn't imagine really being at that center of attention. Not being able to walk outside and just be left alone because there are days where i'm like i don't want to talk to anybody don't look at me i just want to go get a cup of coffee and sit with my thoughts and it's like to know that you really don't have that unless you go to some obscure place um but yeah so she's a really good person and role model and she has now changed my opinion of the jonas brothers so congratulations welcome for her so what about you taylor what's your number Uh, four guilty pleasure i'm glad you asked because sometimes people people are mean to me and sometimes i'm surrounded by haters mm. and you know what i like me. to do to those haters oh god you know what i like to do with all that negative energy god. i like to shake it off <gasps> no and number four is no t swift herself taylor swift i hate taylor swift i hate her too i hate her face i yes i hate everything she mm-hmm. does yeah. i hate the oh, way shit. she got famous yeah i hate everything fucking love shake it off uh, it's one of my favorite songs uh, and it and i got into the song and i listened to some of other tunes and i was like these are legitimately good songs and i'm like fuck mm. i like taylor swift now mm. 
I agree. She is one of my guilty pleasures too, but I just I couldn't. Shake it off. Shake it off. Yeah, no, I fucking I can't stand her. No, it's ridiculous. And what I can't stand about her is how she literally piggybacks, in my opinion, she piggybacks off of other people's success. I think well, here's the thing. She she got a job because her dad, who's a lawyer, and also owned a, a a pine tree farm in Pennsylvania. That's why she pretends to be a country girl. You know, P- Pennsylvania, the country. Um, and then, you know, <laughs> south of the Mason-Dixon line, Pennsylvania. So, and that's why, you know, she grew up on a farm. You know, where the pine trees come from for Christmas. Um, so, so her dad bought, like, a, a stake in uh, one of the production companies out of Nashville. And was just like, oh, by the way, my daughter wants to make an album. And no. that's how it all got done. I thought she was one of those American Idol people. No, that's Kelly Clarkson. I don't know any other American Idol people. I was going to say there's a lot. But, oh, Zendaya? I did no, not. That's, Zendaya? No. Oh, I no. love Zendaya. Yeah. No, I, was, I got confused. Um, I did not know that about her, and that makes yeah. me hate her even more. Yeah, and it's awful. And I'm like, oh, you bought your way to the top. Fantastic. And <laughs> your music sucks. And your music videos are dumb. Still better than that Beyonce video, but that's okay. And, uh, and now I like her music, but the thing is, I don't like the chameleon she pretends she becomes. Thank you. Because yes. there are two cuts of her early mm. tracks. There's a country version and a mm. pop version. Mm-hmm. And if your music is so basic and fluid that it can be cut into two different genres based off of a steel guitar or a twang, and, and that is insane. And it's insane that you would do that and also allow that. And fuck, now I like it. I feel like that's a lot of music, though, is that can be, like, very... I, I mean, think about how many songs, like the Simon and Garfunkel shake, song. Shake, okay. Shake. Right, but, okay, songs can be remixed, and they can be remade, and they can become... You can do an acoustic version of Baby Like ba- Got Back, mm. Jonathan Colton. Um, <laughs> but to for the artist themselves to be like, okay, this song is two things. That's not okay. You need to make a hard okay. stance on what genre you lay in. And also, you can't make a song where the genre can change based off of two or three instruments. I have to disagree with you. Okay, hit me. I think that that's music now, though. I think music is so... Like you said, she's like a chameleon in a way, which mm-hmm. that's a whole separate issue which I'll get into, but... I think music now is so transcribable that you can change it and it almost is more of an a, a test to like the quality of music if you can breach different genres. Like we were saying, when you're in middle school and high school, at least for us, you were kind of like siloed into this one genre, right? And it right. was like, you like this type of music, you are this type of person, where I think we're seeing societally is like people mm. are less about being being conformist yes. you want to be non-conforming right so non-binary non-conforming you don't want to, you be, want to be special you want to be special you don't want to be labeled something so in that sense i think music now just kind of with the technology that we have and the skills that people have we can branch these different genres mm-hmm. more easily but in the case of t-swift she is a chameleon and like i said i think she just jumps on the piggyback so with that redemption album that yes. she had like a year or two ago I can't remember specifically the artist that she was copying. I want to say it was Demi Lovato, but it was like an artist put out this really like dark music video. Mm-hmm. And then a few months later, here comes Taylor Swift with the same thing. Yeah. And now her new song, Me, mm-hmm. 
the color palette and the whole vibe of the whole video is Casey Musgraves. Uh, that's the one where they wear suits. They were wearing the suits, but the, everything is like this like pastel palette of rainbows. Yes. That is Casey Musgraves marketing. A hundred percent. All of her stuff. She has a song called Rainbow. Her entire Golden Hour tour is all that color palette and those symbols. Her album artwork was all like bright yellow sun and rainbows and things like that. And she's Casey Musgraves is at the top right now. And she's literally piggybacking off of that. And now she's like, this is me. And I'm like, no, bitch, it's None not you. you. None of, None of it her. is you. None of it's been her. And that's why I hate it all the more because I know better. Oh, but 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 we. But goddamn, does that track slap? Yeah, we know every freaking line. Slaps. We know every line. I like it. Yeah. I like it, and I hate that I like I it. I hate. I that's on my daily playlist. No. I hear that song most days. You have a daily playlist oh, of you the have same a daily stuff. Playlist? Yeah, I mean it's like you know probably three hundred minutes of music at this point. Oh, it's probably a hundred tracks. But um, yeah. Yeah. So you just add tracks to this yeah. one playlist. Yeah. I have like I have way too many now on Spotify, which I appreciate that Spotify is now you know harvesting all of my information for their data collection and yes. creating these mixes that are eerily accurate. Yes. Um, like I was looking through it today and it was um emo. Like mm-hmm. there was like an mm-hmm. emo playlist, and on there was brand new, and it's like brand new might be a guilty pleasure of mine, but it's not. Like I am a diehard yeah. brand new fan. I always have, and I have tattoos that are in homage to them like mm-hmm, i mm-hmm. don't care which i'm sorry jesse lacy everybody gave him shit because he hooked up with potentially or was like hooking up with young girls who were 15 15 year old me would have been all about that you find me a girl who was 15 during that time who was into that music scene who didn't love jesse lacy well i'm sure but i think it's up to him to be like no thank well, you yeah <laughs> yes he should he's be still a human monster he's still an adult man who was uh perpetrating against young girls yeah that's yes. the, he was still the definition of a predator but i yes. mean uh, <laughs> but i guess i also but i mean his music like got me through yeah the hardest times of my life and i still love them so they're like a guilty pleasure of mine but not really i just i openly love brand new that's that's just a pleasure it it was just a pleasure hey now hey now hey now um uh speaking of hey now you're an all-star get your game on go Go play play. um oh wait wait wait. do we just do four we did we were done with four flying through four it's time for us to take our first break (gasps) we get a break we get two breaks oh yay do you know how big my bladder is i was gonna say it really gotta be uh, and when we come back, we'll count down three and two of your uh, top five guilty pleasure bands. All right. All right. Stick with us. Welcome back to Top Five. We're counting down your top five guilty pleasure artists. Mm. Mm. It's been so sweet. Mm. The nostalgia and pain has been so sweet, so confessional. Laura, mm-hmm. we're at that point where I want to ask, what's your uh, what's your number three? Ooh. Okay, so again, couldn't decide. Sure. <laughs> Very difficult choice, but I ended up going with um, Panic at the Disco. <sighs> so what you're saying is you want someone to close the goddamn door? Yes. Somebody close the goddamn door. Oh, because it's better to make these kind of things than a strange of poison rationality. What is this? Is this, this is panic new. This is new panic. Oh, I don't like that at all. Mm. 
Yeah. Or the album. So Panic at the Disco, again, is one that goes really far back for me. And this album in particularly, Pretty Odd. Is that the one where it's red and it's got little faces on it? Little, like, mannequins? Yes. It was such a weird album. It's it's all over the place. It is! And that's why I love him, because he he goes all over the place. Oh, yeah. So what else do you... What do you like about this Panic at the Disco? Is it the, is it the eyeliner? Ooh, it was. 2007, Laura really loved some eyeliner on I a man. Oh, my God. It was so bad. Um, but no, I really love them because A, he does, he's, he's a chameleon. He kind of transforms with the times, mm-hmm. but it's just fun. It's like Matt and Kim. Oh, Matt and Kim. Right? Like they're another one where it's just like, I listen to them when I'm cleaning. So most of these artists that I am telling you of is Laura's guilty pleasure music when she is cleaning her house on Saturdays. Okay. So I am that, I'm not middle-aged, but I'm a 30 year old woman who, when she, I love cleaning. I love cleaning one of my favorite things is cleaning on sun saturdays what's wrong with you like literally by two o'clock on a saturday afternoon i am always cleaning my house is that like an ocd thing it, it kind of is but i just feel so like i listen to my favorite music so i'll listen to some of these guilty pleasure bands and i'll sing and i'll dance and i'll just clean the fuck out of my house and then at the end everything's nice and clean and organized and i'm hungry and I'm ready for Saturday night. And then I can go into Saturday night and have fun without feeling guilty or like I've left anything undone. So the only thing you feel guilty about going into your uh, Saturday night is the fact that you listen to Panic at the Disco <laughs> during the day? <laughs> yeah, kind of. Have I ever told you my Panic at the Disco problem? No. I have this problem where I keep accidentally seeing Panic at the Disco. <laughs> How does that happen? I don't know, but it keeps happening. I've never seen them. So I went, I wanted to see Blink-182 uh, and I didn't look at the openers and it was Fall Out Boy. And I was like, oh, cool. Fall Out Boy would be there. Whatever. There was another opener. It's Panic at the Disco. And I went, oh, weird. And hmm. carried on with my life. I was just like, oh, I saw Panic at the Disco. Um, then I went to go see Foxy Shazam. <laughs> I remember. It Was this at the town ballroom? This was at the town ballroom. You were not there. No, but I remember okay. wanting to be there for Panic at the Disco. Yeah, and they opened up for Panic at the Disco. And I didn't, someone invited me. And I was like, oh, sure, whatever. You're paying for tickets. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I went and they were the opener. I'm like, wait, who's the closer? And they were like, Panic at the Disco. And I'm like, ah, shit. And I saw <laughs> Panic at the Disco again. It's like, all right, whatever. I'm walking through Boston and I hear music and I think, Oh, I should go check out what that is. It's fucking Panic at the Disco playing a free show. Fucking, uh, ha- uh, I almost said Havid Yad. In, um, Camden Square? No. Um, where Cambridge? Was I? No, fuck. Mm. It's by the Hong Kong. Yeah, Boston locals know what I I'm talking gonna about. I was going to say, I've been to Boston. Boston locals know what I'm talking about. Um, Once. This is Boston Market. Um, <laughs> that might be right. I don't know. Yeah. But it was, it was by the Hong Kong and they were like in a square. I was like, oh, cool. That's... Yeah, they're one that I've never seen live. Oh, I don't think so. No, no, I've never seen them live. They're okay, I can tell you. Okay, yeah. T- what was it like? Was it fun, dancey? The third time it was infuriating because I went, <laughs> no way. No, it's got to be a cover band. Oh, no. And I recognized the guy by his eyeliner. Um, He got rid of the eyeliner. Did he? I think so. This was 2000 and... uh, In 2012. 2016. 2016. I'm in the year of the Lord. Four years before the apocalypse. Yes, yes, yes. When the panic was at the disco. When panic. 
Panic was alive in the disco. How a disco sticks were out. Um, Lady Gaga's not on my list. Mm, is that what you were doing? Just no, I don't know. <laughs> um, like that wasn't so anything. I don't know what that was. That was me losing my mind. Because mm, um, you saw Panic at the Disco accidentally yeah, three so, times. Okay, so what makes Panic at the Disco for you guilty? Because that was a very popular band. It, well, that's the thing is a lot of these were, a were popular really popular, bands. but it's not music now where I'm like, hey, guys, wanna I'm going to turn on some Panic at the Disco. It's like it's 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 cheesy now. It's lame. Where when they first came out, it was cool. But now it's not cool anymore. Is this something you feel like you should have grown out of? Yeah. Oh, all of these. Yes. I okay. feel like I should have grown out of, you know, okay. So one that I, I'm, is a super guilty pleasure, mm-hmm. but isn't on this, wasn't on my top five because it's a local band. Yeah. But a local band that's a guilty pleasure of mine that I will forever listen to in secret and no one will know that I'm listening to them because I will have my Bluetooth headphones on is Honor Bright. Oh my God. Oh. Love me some you Honor, did Bright. Love Honor Bright. I loved Weren't Honor you Bright. raising money for Honor Bright to go on tour or something to like buy gasoline? Ooh, I probably did that. Um, <laughs> I briefly, very briefly, dated a member of the band, and then I sent them a care package when they were recording their album. <laughs> Nothing but nude Polaroids. It was no, I was not in my prime yet. And it was just, when is that happening? By I don't the way? know. We're still waiting. <laughs> We're still waiting for, for my friend to happen here. Um, but yeah, no, I. That, but I mean, for what they were doing, pop punk, right? Yeah. Like Panic at the Disco, Honor Bright, like they were great at it. it. It's that kind of like uh, not like a goth emo pop punk that yes. was very popular at the time. I'm not going to mention any other bands because I have a feeling they might be on your list or mine. But yeah, no, I completely understand. Yeah. Um, I think that was that was such a very specific time, Thank but it you. was everywhere to the point where even more mainstream bands like the Red Hot Chili Peppers were dipping into yes. that, at least into Ooh. the look, if not into the music itself. Red Hot Chili Peppers almost ended up on my list, but that's the thing. That's the difference between a guilty pleasure and something that is always going to be good. Red Hot Chili Peppers, Nirvana, The mm-hmm. Beatles, like sure. things like that aren't guilty pleasures because they will always be good. Yeah. But these very specific time period bands mm-hmm. that made such an impact on my life, sorry, are considered my guilty pleasures. It's it's like if you told someone, oh, I'm really into The Beatles, they'd be like, yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Or if you were like, hey, I'm I'm really into, you know. Honor Bright. <laughs> Honor Bright. They'd be like, one, who is that? I'm not from Syracuse, New York. Um, And they had one big hit, didn't they? Oh, they had a couple. They did have an album. They had an album. They they and, were signed by Triple Crown. Yeah. But I think, and I don't know what happened and why they ne- why they like mm-hmm. lost their signage, but they ended up having their CD release here in Syracuse because this right. is where they were from at the Lost, and every person that went to that show got a free CD, and I was like. I, I just remember thinking how dumb that was They're because it's like, CD. yeah, it's like you have to meet a quota for how many CDs you're selling. Why are you giving them away to your biggest audience? If you could give them an EP. Yeah. Like, with like three tracks on it. Right. Or, or even just a single for the song and be like, oh, by the way, the full album's also right, on sale. It's right. 10 bucks. But everybody here already knew them. Everybody loved them. I mean, they were like, they were like Syracuse, like kings they were in a and p magazine yeah. like they they crushed it what they did and it makes they just put out 
God, maybe a month ago, mm-hmm. like this like B-sides. And I was so excited. I listened to all of it. I was screaming. Are they still together? Are they still touring? Oh, God. No, no, no. no. They're all, so. they are everywhere now. I think they, Liam lives in California and everybody, you know. They all... were technically proficient. So I was like never worried about them. Mm. I'm like, I'm sure they can always get a job on, you know, doing studio. Studio work. And I think, I want to say that's what Liam does. I think Tim does voiceover work now too, which interesting. is interesting. Yeah, it's really interesting and and funny, um, mostly interesting. And yeah, so it's like they all kind of you know went off and they're doing their own things now. But it was some. It was again that very specific time of my life where I was listening to them and the other bands that we will mention shortly and <laughs> Panic at the Disco and like I was so into that scene and my pants were Emphasis so skinny. Oh. And my hair was so edgy and hairsprayed. And you and wanted to be that girl from Paramore so bad. See, Haley Williams Paramore is not on my list because I have no guilt on how much I, I love Mason no Paramore. Paramore. She she is a queen in her own right. She was a queen before we knew what a queen was. Yes, that is very true. Yeah. But you know, so I've always loved them. But yeah, I was very much into. I was very much into that scene. Yeah, like I had my ears gauged and. You know, I was getting ready to get a whole sleeve of tattoos and mm-hmm. like I I I I loved being a part of that scene and I loved being a part of that like community here in Syracuse because it was really nice to go to these shows and know everyone. There really was like a, a, a decent music scene, yeah. local music scene yeah. here. And I mean, it, it helps that most of them were just our buddies. <laughs> they were, mo- most of them were just our buddies. But that's true. Like our friends who were in smaller bands had the opportunity to play out shows and open up for them. Like, yeah. you know, RIP Syracuse shows. I think they're having their last show if it hasn't happened already. Um, but they're done. Oh, is it over? It's over. It's yeah, all done. I, I moved to a real city, so I don't really worry about uh, Syracuse anymore. Well, sunny Syracuse, New York, filled with feral dogs and and weed whackers. Um, here or Buffalo? Here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, have you not seen the attack pigeons? So I was in a bar and there was a pigeon in it, and I'm like, that makes sense. What is happening? Where am I? Mm. I one time brought a, a frog into Hafner's with me, into a bar, and it just stayed Fine. with me in my pocket. Goddamn townie bars. <laughs> um, I remember going there and being like, why am I in a townie bar? Mm-hmm. I'm not a townie. I mean, I'm not a gownie either, but if I was going to pick one, mm-hmm. I'm not going to pick the townie bar. No. Um, yeah, no, the Syracuse really had a, a great scene when we were in our youth, and I think that was very beneficial to us. Yeah. And a lot of things, uh, if nothing else, to steal some tracks and make it your theme song to your podcast. I yeah, there, that's another one. That's shout, another shout guilty. Shout out to Feast the Superb Owl. Yes, you know it's really it warms my heart every Super Bowl season when people make superb owl jokes, <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, they have somebody on like ESPN actually yeah. this year said, did you know there's actually a band called Feast of the Superb Owl? And I was like, oh my god. I was wearing the, my Feast TV uh, T-shirt in uh, like a like a some awful class I couldn't possibly care about like anthropology. And the <gasps> teacher goes, "You in the Super Bowl shirt?" And I'm like, <laughs> and she's like, "You up front Super Bowl shirt?" And I'm like, "Oh me?" She's like, "Yeah, funny shirt." I'm like, "Oh okay, um what?" <laughs> but they're another one too. They were really good at what they did. 
you know and inside baseball i hear they're jamming again good i hope so because they were really good it's just you know keeping up the momentum and again people's tastes change yeah so that's like a plus to good old chameleon t swift right she changes with the taste yes so it's like how do you find a sound that isn't so stuck in a period i agree a bloody dirty period (laughs) what what the fuck um but but it is something to say. I mean, it's tough for a lot, especially these emo bands where they are very yeah. specifically dated out of one place. Um, but, but how do you yeah. break out of that? And it's true. How do you break out? You have to evolve or don't evolve. And which is the more honorable death to mm. evolve into something we hate or to stay the same and die that way. R.I.P. Ned Stark. So, spoilers. For season one, of season one that came out nine years ago. Yeah, if no one, you can no, yeah. you should know that. No, I agree. Yeah, I agree. Well, Taylor, then what's your number three? I feel like we we are crushing it right now. Oh, we're killing it, and I'm glad you asked. Beats my number three, and I, with a bullet. Number three with a bullet. This Fallout Boy. No, that was. So, I don't like Fallout Boy. When Fallout Boy came out, I was like, "This is lame. I do not like this." I like I somewhere in my YouTube search of old music videos I enjoyed. I got back into Fallout Boy, and now I like Fallout Boy, and I don't know what to do with that. More than you bargained for, yeah. I've been dying to tell you anything you wanna hear. Sorry, I got lost in the fallout. So, when I was a lad, I liked an emo girl. (laughs) I was dating an emo girl when this song came out. But I also had uh, insomnia, so I would stay up all night till when MTV played music videos because YouTube hadn't been invented yet. So, at like 3 in the morning, MTV would start playing music videos. And one of them was Sugar We're Going Down by Fall Out Boy, where a boy who is different because he has deer horns, likes a girl, <laughs> but she likes him anyway, even though he has antlers. She doesn't get along with his dad. He doesn't like deer, and it's dumb. But you know what? As I grow up, an antlered young man, <laughs> I related more and more to that, but I refuse to enjoy Fall Out Boy because Fall Out Boy is not oh, cool. Oh, man. You ruined cool. this because this was my number two. Oh, you should have said nothing because uh, you can still do it. Wait, well, what am I on three? You're on two. It was that. I'm I'm still on three. Okay, well we can double up then because if we're consecutive, we I'm double on. up. That's the rules. Laura, what is it that brings you to the Fallout Boy table? Well, okay, so same things, right? Like they're not cool anymore. And, and, and as a young female, I feel like I get more of a pass for my shitty musical taste than men. Okay. So I loved Fall Out Boy when they, you know, I saw them at Warp Tour. Warp yeah! Tour. And it was, you know, best moments of my life. Pete Wentz. Mm, sure. Loved me some Pete Wentz. Sure. Not and even the lead singer. I don't get it. He, he but he still was amazing. And Just had more eyeliner. Yeah. So, but here's the here's the guilty pleasure part is I still listen to their new music. Do you? I mean, not the most recent album. I, I was like, no go F yourselves that was terrible but the last album the last fallout boy album that i actually purchased is ooh, god what is it even called was it mania mania was garbage um it was the save rock and roll album 
which that was actually 2013. Which one? What's the, oh what's the big hit off of that? Uh, Is that Dance Dance? No, dude. Dance Dance was so... Uh, okay, can you pause yours? Yeah. All right. So this song. So my niece, Ange, and I, like, you know, thank the baby Jesus. I got her into, like, good music. Mm-hmm. And so she's, you know, all into Paramore and Fall Out Boy and stuff. This album. You said good music. Stop it. Mm-hmm. Um, It's from the Save Rock and Roll album, which I thought was way more recent, but it was actually 2013. Oh, God. But this song is still my jam. Yeah, give me that song from six years ago. Yeah, I can't believe that was six years ago. Oh, my God. Is this not Dance Dance? No, Dance Dance is a different. Is that on that album? No, Dance Dance was God, like. Was that the Infinity? No. And the whole album is actually this like really long story. And if you watch uh-huh. the music videos, it's like a mo- it's like a movie. Okay, I believe that. It's, I I don't remember. I remember there was a music video for Dance Dance, which was like a, a prom thing, and then which? there was another music video that took place like during the filming of the music video for Dance Dance. So yes, and did you know that Dance Dance that uh, music video is actually recorded in Buffalo, New York? Is that true? Where they record that? I don't know where it was in Buffalo, but I do know hmm. that local musical hero Brian McGee is oh, Brian McGee. Brian McGee was get him on the show. <laughs> you should, you guys. That would be an interesting top five. He um he was in that video. Oh, he he was one of the extras in that video. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, so it was, oh, yeah, that, that, what was, was that during the Infinity on High album? Because that album, mm. I don't remember. I remember Under the Cork Tree, and I remember the one with the bear riding a bear. Folio du. Folio du. But this, uh, F- Infinity on High was, oh, this, this ain't a scene. Oh, this ain't a scene. Yeah. It's a goddamn arms race. I recall. I recall this. I recall this. so good. I like this, and I don't want to like this because it's lame. (laughs) It's so lame. It's so lame. It's not cool. Because it was all about this scene that we were talking about. Yeah, and And who gives a shit about that scene? We did in 2007 to 2000. Yeah, but I got into this music in like 2015. (laughs) Wait, really? Yeah, I didn't like Fall Out Boy growing up. That's why it's so guilty because I found out later and I was like, oh. That's bad. It is bad. It's bad. It's bad. But yeah. What's the deal with that? What's the deal with that? Fallout boy. More like. I have nothing. Yeah, I got no deal. I got nothing there. Um, Mm. my Jerry Seinfeld is a mix of Jerry Seinfeld. That was that's the best I got. It's a mix of Jerry Seinfeld and when Cameron calls uh, Principal Rooney. And says that he has to come pick up Sloan in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. And it's, no, you listen here, Rooney. I'm going to come and pick up my daughter Sloan because her grandmother is dying. What was up with all 80s father figures talking like that? You know, I, I don't know. And I don't know if there was. I always thought it was because the 80s has a lot of slobs versus snobs. And I think part of that is um, uh, 
like like that's where that voice comes from. It's the snobs, because you know oh, yes. when you think of like meatballs, there's like the Bill Murray camp versus the rich kids camp, and the rich kids camp was always like, well, hey there, we've got a lot of money, and we're gonna beat. You know, Animal House, um, or or Animal House, or which Animal is in the seventies, but yeah. you know, really, Jesus, yeah, man, top gro- Animal House was the top grossing R-rated movie for like thirty years. I think it got beat by like some The Hangover. I think was the one that beat it <laughs> yeah. for inflation. <laughs> like it was insane. Wow, I had no idea. Yeah, I am learning so much on this top five. Laura, off topic. What was the first R-rated movie you ever saw? <gasps> Oh man, I jeez. Oh, um oh oh oh. Nope, nope. That was Star Wars was not R rated. No, it was not. No, it I think it was The Hills Have Eyes R rated. Yes. Then it was that movie. That's a hell of an R rated movie it to see. Fucked me up. My, I still cannot watch that one scene where they're no I don't like that movie. I do not I that movie like that made movie. me like crawl out of I my skin. Like I I can't say for certain though because I I was raised in a born again Christian family. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm, I was mm-hmm. real sheltered for the first like 15 years of my life. 14, right. 15, Is that why you rebelled so hard? Yeah, I, I think so. I think that's why I was just like fuck everything. It's a common trope. Let's get drunk. Um yeah, no, I really did rebel a lot. Like I think back now and especially now that I'm like working with kids, I'm mm-hmm. like you can't. Flee. You little shit. You can't lie to me. I know what you're doing. I was there. But yeah. in the trenches with my eyeliner listening to the used. <gasps> the used and AFI were going to be on this list. Oh, AFI liner. <laughs> but I, I, I one time I was in the mall and I didn't have I like I had to have my eyeliner yeah, yeah. and I, I think I cried it off or something I don't know and I tried Probably. using a black sharpie how, how bad burned, did that hurt it yeah. burned so right. bad this is just my confessional tape apparently yeah we're gonna play this at your funeral hey, so right. people don't feel bad that you're dead nope they'll be like yeah she deserved it you're like yep Good Jeez, call on that. That's a missed. Oh, that's a wrap. That's a wrap on that little one's wrap life. Wrap that up. Wait. So wait. What? Can we do a a re- rewind here and kind of run down what we've done so far? So my top five was Eminem. Okay. And, and number four yes. was it was oh it was Jonas Brothers. The Jonas Brothers. Number yes. three was um Panic at the Disco. Yes. Okay. Number All right. two was Fall Out Boy. Yeah. Yeah, my number three is Fall it's Out Fallout Boy. It's Fallout Boy. So, okay. So, so, we... so I'm going to go again then. Yeah. Since we've just discussed Fallout Boy. Yes, Fallout Boy. Which means I have to find my list here. <laughs> no, Rooney, you listen here to me. You're number two, Rooney. Rooney. Actually, the women didn't talk like that. The women were more like, ah, Rooney. They were like, Bunny, would you just like... No, that's no, the that's 90s. Ca- no, that's 90s, that's 90s, and that's like California 90s. Yeah, that's that's after same. Valley Girl. Yeah. Which I feel like is still around. Like, I hear girls at the time like, oh, my God, just not, oh, 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 oh. It just sounds. And I'm like, what? What are you, what are you, are you ordering? What are you doing? Do you watch Crazy Ex-Girlfriend on Netflix by chance? No. Because there's this one character. I mean, it takes like place in California. And uh-huh. that's, they do make fun of no. the voice. No. Like, I don't really know what you're talking about right now. Like, so no. I think I'm going to go. There's just no 
like consonants on the end of their sentence. It's just, it's just like a oh. And I don't know if that's a Kardashian thing because they all do Dude, it. We are not. We can't get into those. I mm-mm. we can't get those. Mm-mm. Laura, I'm glad you asked because my number two. <laughs> yes, what's your number? My two? number two. Listen, this was a roller coaster for number two. Oh Jesus! I out and out liked this band. We... I decided they weren't cool. I denied ever liking them. And now I've come back to a place where I'm like, shit, I do like that band. God. That band is Green Day? Oh! Yeah. Mm. I know. I'm grossed mm. out. I'm grossed but out. But I, no, I'm, I'm with you, man. Like, I, it, with Geek, it. Stink, Breath, and like, uh, uh, all those albums. Dookie <sighs> was such a classic. That CD was in everyone's car. Yeah. Every car I've ever been in has had a copy of Dookie in it, whether mm-hmm. the owner knew it or not. <laughs> and I was like, this band is good and then american idiot came out i was like i love this this is amazing and then like a year later it's like that is the dumbest lamest shit i've ever heard of that like jesus of suburbia Ugh. like rock opera bs they made and then they went from being like punk which was just like pop punk which was like just wearing a hurley shirt and playing three chords <laughs> to like dressing up like they were in my chemical romance and they had like the eyeliner and all this goofy bullshit and like weird uniforms and i was like yeah i'm into that and then i was like that is so dumb and lame like as a person where most of my musical diet now is just the ramones which also has a uniform but it's a cool uniform it's, again it's just, they were in that cusp of time where it's like it's still cool it's still cool i think that i think the ramones will always be cool yeah uh, not just because they're in all the spider-man movies are they really well the music is they're all dead tommy's still well, alive no tommy just died yeah cj's still alive um but there's a lot of ramones so <laughs> but like green ramon and bitha you know ramon and bitha <laughs> If Gregory Vaga is listening to this, I'd like to return. Vaga? I thought I saw Greg Vaga yesterday, but it wasn't quite right. Aw, He's Greg. better return my copy of Ramona and Bitha. <laughs> that is so inside baseball. That is a joke for two people, sir. Sorry. Two people, oh, sir. Shaboing, boing. Hucklebucked yourself, yeah, sir. I did. I did. But So the Green Day. Yeah. Um, I remember when the American Idiot album came out and I was getting rides to school with my neighborhood friend fred mm-hmm. um and his, oh, I know fred you don't know fred oh. <laughs> and his his family and like again talking about like those silos when you're in school it's like if you like this music you're this type of person mm-hmm. and it's like and i didn't want to be associated with that type of person gotcha but i liked green day right but then that album came out and i was like this is just whiny and annoying yeah. and now i'm a 30 year old living in america in 2019 and i'm like oh my god they were right about everything <sighs> i just hate it i hate it i hate that i'm into it and i hate that i'm like oh i almost i almost sang a my chemical romance song um which yeah, well we, we've got time for honorable mentions later but mm-hmm. uh, i was like i just i it wake me up when, when september, september ends. ends and i was like just wake me up when september what the fuck why am i motherfucker <laughs> not supposed to like this yeah and but and of course like at the time i didn't really get it i was like why is he mad about september is it because you have to go back to school and now i'm like oh no it's 9 yeah. <laughs> 11 i also find that september is generally depressing but it uh, really is it really is and i just this February and September, I think, are two of the saddest months of the year. Yeah, I when I was a kid, Jesus of Suburbia was like like some douchebag just 
pretending to be punk in suburbs. I was like, that's cool. And now I'm like, no, no, no. It's a song about how that's lame. But I'm also like, but that's who it's for. Every now and then and I, I get, get a little, little bit something the look in your eyes. I don't know. But I was joking because you live in suburbia and there were a lot of those people in yeah. this neighborhood. Yeah, especially me. I was that person. <laughs> you were that person. <laughs> filthy long hair. Oh, yeah. I, I, rem- I don't. It was so gross. <laughs> it was. It was, it was so, just a little mop. It was just, I was just like, I'm not cutting my hair because cutting your hair is lame. And now I'm like, I haven't gotten a haircut in about a week. Probably should shave this shit. <laughs> I, but that was everyone, all the male aesthetic of high school was just, you didn't cut your hair. It was just a mop on your head. You and know? however it grew in was how it grew in. You didn't cut your hair until you had like a family event your mom made you cut yep. your hair for. Yep. Yep. I mean, I say, yeah, but I'm a girl and I didn't cut my hair because I was broke. And then when I did cut my hair, everyone knew I was in crisis. So <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Every time. That's definitely not still the case. <laughs> I mean, look at how long it is now. I this know. is the longest it's ever been, man. I'm doing good. My mental health is solid. <laughs> Has been a few different colors, but I'm not getting into that. Whoa! That is not on this podcast. I'm sorry. We'll do that when we do top five things Laura does in crisis. Number one. No, we no. What? No. You did this to me the other day, and I couldn't stop laughing. You ever have those moments where you just you laugh at the fact that you're laughing, and then the other person is laughing at how you're laughing, which makes you laugh harder, and then the two of you are laughing, and then the other person laughs harder, which makes you laugh harder, and before you know it, you're gasping for air like a hyena, and you're crying, and you're spitting all over the place, and you you can't breathe, and that's what happened the other day. Have you ever tried fake laughing until you real laugh? <laughs> That used to be my fake laugh. SpongeBob. And Kayla called me out. SpongeBob. Is that Spongebob? That's Spongebob. Never watched Spongebob. <laughs> so, uh, so, Laura, it's about time we take our last break. And uh, when we come back. We're gonna do. Uh, we're gonna do our number one. Our number one. So you. So you stole my number two, being Fallout Boy. I don't get another number two. No, because it was both of I our mean, number it was. twos. Do you have anything else to say about Fallout Boy? Um, just please stop with the auto tune. Yeah, it's weird. It it's real weird. And uh, can I tell you something? That that second time I saw Panic at the Disco, one of the other openers was Patrick Stump's solo project. <gasps> that, that I was gonna bring that up when Patrick Stump like went on a crash diet and got real thin and yeah. tried to make a different name for himself. Did not work, dude. We love you the way you are. We love you the just, way you are. Just Pat. keep saying. Keep staying true to yourself, man. When I was in, uh, like, I don't know, somewhere around high school, I used to grow out these. I don't think I was in middle school, but I used to grow oh, out my I, chops. Your mutton chops? I used to grow out my chops. People, and I was still like a chubby little boy. <laughs> so I looked like Patrick Stump. I had, a, I had a lot of funny hats. Didn't help. Mm-mm. Nope. Nope. I remember. I've seen pictures of you with a fedora. It was a trilby. Um, all right. Don't know the difference. We're not going to talk about that. Uh, all right. right coming so up next, number one. When we come back, it'll be number one. Welcome back to Top 5. It's the moment you've all been waiting for. We're down to our number number one guilty pleasure band. Laura, we've gone a lot of places. We've recapped it. We've got some some shitty 80s pop like Huey Lewis the News. 
We got them emo criers. Mm-hmm. We got them fallouts and panic at the discos. Mm-hmm. Them green days. And them rappers. Them white boy slims. We got those white boy slims. Mm-hmm. We got those white girl swifts. Mm. Laura. Yep. Now that we've gone this far. Oh, man. What is your number one guilty pleasure artist? Well, Taylor, in the end, it only comes down to one guilty pleasure. Oh, no. Oh! Ew! <laughs> Again, guilty pleasure. You should be guilty. It starts with... <laughs> oh my god, Linkin Park. Linkin Park. This is the first time I have ever acknowledged to anyone that I... Well, that might not be true, but to a general public audience that I still listen to Linkin Park. And dude, I... All right, so here's what happened, okay, is I... You got hit in the head real hard. Probably, but no, I just, again, really important time in my life, loved him a lot, and then a couple summers ago, okay, Chester sadly passed, Yes, and it just, I heard that song One More Light mm-hmm. and Heavy, and it was like their newer stuff, and it just, I went back down into the rabbit hole, and I haven't come out because it was like... I just love it. I just, I love the truth mm-hmm. in everything he sings. And mm-hmm. everything they sing about is like the brutal stuff that people want to just kind of hide under the carpet and be like, oh yeah, you're a troubled kid. But Linkin Park gave people and children who were troubled kids an outlet to say, hey, guess what? Definitely you're children. N- well, <sighs> yes, mostly children. But it was like a place to say, hey, yes, like I'm sad and depressed and miserable and it's okay because a lot of us feel this way and a lot of us have these thoughts and maybe harm ourselves but we'll get through it and like it just i don't know i just i i i love them and then you got mike doing his little raps over everything i feel betrayed you and i i remember specifically us making fun of someone for like it was sherry and it it was was. at fye because she wanted to put lincoln park into the cd player at work and you and i adamantly denied her and such a hard freedom and because again though it wasn't especially i was like what 22 yeah and i was first of all i think i was single and i was like i don't want people to know about my shitty music taste i want to be the cool girl with all the good music taste and so i couldn't let people know that i still secretly loved numb and in the end and crawling and all of the shit i loved all of it and i still and so on my way here on my way here i was listening to one more light which uh-huh. is so sad now. So sad. Yeah, so that's my it's guilty pleasure. Again, guilty pleasure. It's emo music for kids who love anime. That's the only thing I ever got from it was kids who liked anime didn't know how mm. music worked. So what they would listen to was the theme songs to anime and also Linkin Park. <laughs> like and occasionally the Beatles. <laughs> and it would bother me. It would drive me up the wall. And I'm like, you made a mix CD with five different anime theme songs and some Linkin Park. And then like a really bad Beatles song, like Paperback Writer. Like a really bad Beatles song. It's not a good song. I, Let it go. Well, again, guilty pleasures. I can't. Oh, I, I'm so- I don't want to shame you. But you're shaming me. I need me to shame you. Right I just, now. I, this is why uh, I don't tell people. You know what? You're right. That is a guilty, it's guilty It's a guilty. Pleasure. That's my time number one. Wow. It's my number one. Because it is. And, and two, remember Transformers, like when the Shia LaBeouf like ones came out? Yeah. 
Linkin Park was like their like they would make music for the movies. Is that stuff. right? Yeah, and that, that like uh, and yeah, and I just and two I was dating that car guy at the time. Yeah. Oh, dune buggy, sir. And, oh, sir, he's got a dune buggy, sir. <laughs> Dean, if you're out there, this podcast for let you. Let us know you're alive. <laughs> yeah, please let us know you're alive. But yeah, and I just. I, I and and two I knew it was lame because he liked it uh-huh. and I'm like well this guy who I clearly have bad taste in men yeah, I'm dating and he likes Lincoln Park I must be doing something wrong but now I've accepted it and I can now comfortably listen to it and again Chester's death fucked me I, I remember being at my desk at work looking at my phone seeing the news and I immediately started crying Ugh. like um, and I was like not pretty crying it wasn't like subtle no one's noticing i full on started bawling because i was like wow there were so many moments in my life where i was real low and Mm -hmm. really depressed Mm -hmm. and i would listen to lincoln park and i would listen to all this emo music and i would feel better after and i would be like okay i can get through this and it's like and i get right like the technicality of the goodness of mm-hmm. the music is mm-hmm. a whole separate mm-hmm. issue. It's, garbage, it's yeah. the emotional attachment. And I think that's what all of my guilty pleasures have been. It's just this fucked up emotional attachment to these artists. Yeah, you're right. I, I'm seeing some of these you're coming back to in, a, in nostalgic ways. But the other ways, it's just like a, a more juvenile emotion that you still feel. Yeah. And the only way to express that juvenile emotion is with juvenile music. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Okay. Agreed, Dr. Taylor. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Dr. Katz. So, okay, all right. Wait, is your number one one that I'm going to make fun of you for, or is it? I, I don't think you should, because I think oh, it is man, legitimately I was really good hoping... music. Oh, crap. All right. But, I mean, mm, okay. look, Laura, I've known you for a while, mm-hmm. and this is crazy, but my number one is Call Me Maybe. <laughs> no. I love Curly Ray Jepsen. No. I love it. What's that? I'll never tell I looked at you as you fell And then you're in my way I'm leaving I'm done I'm leaving Are you fucking Looking, I'm on my way No, I'm going hot Fuck you Hot night wind was blowing Where you think you're going, baby? Hey, I just met you Um and this is crazy. There was a summer so where only two songs Carly got played Maybe. on the radio That's for the true. entire summer. Yeah, song. And it was Carly Rae oh, Jepsen God, and Gautier's oh! Somebody That I Used to Know. Dude, yes! Those were the two songs that summer. It was a hell of a year. And I was like, I like one of these songs, and it's definitely not Gautier. Oh, I hate you so much for this. I rolled so hard on that Carly so Rae Jepsen. I still do. If this comes on the radio, no. windows down, we're screaming it. No. I think you have a worse guilty pleasures than I do. Mine, there's actually like some type of like reason. Yours is just brainwashing. <laughs> You've been brainwashed to like Taylor Swift and Carly Rae Here's Ray the Jackson. worst part. Here's the worst part. Like that's a catchy jam. But, like, she, her second album is also killer. crazy, but I can't believe Taylor likes this. Like, it's good. And then I was like, well, that was a one-hit wonder I'll never hear again. And and then I heard her next track off the new album. And I'm like, this slaps. This fucking song smacks. This song fucks, man. Like, Like, I was like, this is the pop garbage that i need to fuel 
my dumpster fire of a soul. This, this is the type of fucking music that I hear when I'm trying to squeeze my 30-year-old ass into skirts at Forever 21. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I, this is... I am shocked by this. I did not. I really, 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 really like you. How do I know the words? This is brainwashing. This is fucking brainwashing. Come to the dark side. I really listen to Carly Rae Jepsen. Didn't even know this is who this is. She's she's so cute. Just because she's got long black hair, Taylor, you've got a type. Listen, everyone, everyone knows I have a type. When we do top five types. Five of mine are gonna. We should on top five types. Five of mine will be goth chicks, but they don't make those anymore. So I do my best. <laughs> they still make them. I saw one yesterday. Yeah. She was glorious. Yeah. No. And they also kissing her girlfriend. So I was like, all right, maybe I shouldn't talk to her right now. No, dude. They they still. I. This is. I am. I can't believe this is your number one guilty pleasure. Like, I mean, at least mine is has some substance to it. Like, the guy died. This, sh- she should. I'm well, not saying I, she should die. That's terrible. But uh, I will I will say the reason is because anything with any substance, I'll tell people mm-hmm. about. Pop garbage, I will never admit this, to liking. Uh, yeah. I mean, again, I know every word. I don't know how. Like, this is pure sugar to make my liver huge mm. and give me diabetes. Mm, like, that's what this is. Like, if someone wants to be like, oh, we've done top five Tom Waits songs on this, and I unashamedly was like, I like the one where he's like, like like that I like, and that is bad music. But this is truly, truly just high-octane cotton candy burning sugar. (gasps) Speaking of cotton candy, I'm surprised we didn't do Katy Perry. Uh, Katy Perry is one of my honorable men. You want to do honorable men? Yes. Okay. All right, Laura. What? I, Katy Perry was one of mine, but mm, like, I mean, I'll, yeah. There was. There's a lot of. Sorry. Please make that. Sound. Katy. Katy Perry. Oh. I is one of those people where I dislike as a person. Which stinks um, because I loved her when she first came out. Like right. I was like, and now I'm just like, what happened to you? Yeah, there's a couple of people where I'm like, I don't like you as a person, and I don't like your music, and I don't want to fuck you. So why the hell do you have music? Like your music's <laughs> bad, your face is bad, and you're not interesting, Kesha. But. <gasps> Kesha, Kesha should have been one of okay. Another honor room. I still again still jammed to some yeah. Kesha. Yeah. Um, but that's new. Her new album was great, and that was a good comeback. So she's she's all right. Um, AFI. I already mentioned. Yep, some AFI liner. I a- mentioned the used. You did mention the used. A lot of mine are like emo stuff. Like yeah. like just today, just today on the radio, I heard when I was a, a young boy, my father. Took me into the city to see a marching band. And I'm like, this is the dumbest it was song. So dumb. And I'm like, oh, I grow to be above the venom, the bearded of the voodoo. The bearded of the voodoo. And I was like jamming out today. This is My Chemical Romance Black mm, Parade. Mm. And not even good My Chemical Romance like I'm not all right. Which I think. I'm not okay. Maybe? I'm not okay. Which is still. See, no, that's not even on my. I can't listen to that. That, Backstreet Boys, NSYNC, Britney Spears. I didn't Spears, like them when they were out. I can't listen to them anymore. Yeah. I'm just like. When, when I was a young man, I was a boy. When I was a boy, I remember sitting. When I was a young warthog. <laughs> when I was a young warthog. Oh. Um. 
Oh, oh okay. Finish about okay. your story. All right. I'll do this and then I have another one real quick. Okay. Um, so uh, uh, another boy asked me, who's your favorite band? The Backstreet Boys are in sync. And I, even like as a boy, having no music that I owned and could play at any mm-hmm. time was like, oh, something's gone wrong. <laughs> these are not good options. Mm-mm. Neither Mm-mm. of these is correct. And yep. I don't know what to do. I was like, I don't, I don't like that. And they're like, well, what do you like? And I was like, the Ramones. Weird Al. <laughs> Weird. Okay. My, my favorite band when I was five years old was George Thurgood and the Destroyers. Uh, you know, from boom, 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 bad to the bone. Da, na, 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 boom, boom, bad to the bone. Burn, na, Mine na, was na, probably Shania Twain. Oh, I love, and Celine Dion. Oh, Celine the, that's Dion. That's like, yeah, they, mm. so honorable mention yeah. is this band Anne Berlin. You okay. remember Anne I Berlin? I remember Anne Berlin. So let me get this straight. You say no, you love me all along. Yes. Ah, so good. And then, this is my, like, guilty of guilty pleasures, which you know from Mm -hmm. knowing me for so long. I do. All of the Glee soundtracks. Yeah. (laughs) All of them. (laughs) On the same page as the Glee soundtracks, and I I couldn't do it because it doesn't really fit in with, with what the top five is, and I know I can be strict when I pick these kinds of things. So I was like, I wanted to say just Disney music. Mm. Like I went on a road trip recently mm-hmm. and we, you know, we had kids in the car. So it's not like I can like lean my head out the window and be like, today your love, tomorrow the world. Like no one's going to get any mm-hmm. Ramon stuff. So I was like, um, well, how about this one? And I put on the Moana soundtrack. <gasps> Literally shit's falling off the ceiling on you. I'm so excited because I made a cover of How Far I'll Go. I know you did. And I was at the lost for um my friend's band Anabasis's show at the mm-hmm. lost horizon and they were playing moana and i was, moana. I was so make happy way, make way. You're welcome. i'm working in the hospital with the peas gonna say too. accept you're, you're welcome. welcome uh i did pretty well at the rap to that i uh. can't even remember how it begins all i can think of right now is don't mess with maui when he's on a breakaway um <laughs> See, I don't think that's... I think Disney music is just a part of life. I think some of it's very good and some of it's bad. Uh, it's Well, it's tough. It's, it, every Disney movie has to have like five songs. Mm. They're not hits. all winners. I mean, some of them are going to be like, a whole new world. And I'm like, kill me. And, and then other... Right. And I don't know the words of this song. <laughs> but they'll a duet. And then we did this whole new world to be with Laura. Um, (laughs) But there's also a fucking Hakuna Matata, you know? Which, yeah, like, I'm so pumped for the new Lion King. I'm, I, I don't know how to feel about it. Like, I don't need this. I have the Lion King. We have the Lion King, yeah. Like, I don't, if it was like with live action actors, I totally understand. But, like, it's not like they got a bunch of lions, put peanut butter on the roof of their mouth, and made it go, and made it look like they're talking. We've got, this is, this is not Pop 5. I've gone over this on Pop 5. Oh, okay. But, uh, it's, it's just like, I don't need that. I already have that. Mm. Give me but something it, I don't Yeah, have. but it's still exciting. It is. It's I, still I, good. I'll probably listen to that soundtrack. That's so funny. But yeah, like Glee, though, too, is like, I will listen. I will. Mm, I love me some Glee. They did. Uh, they covered uh, Jonathan Colton's Baby Got Back on that. They've covered everything they on that. they didn't credit him. And um, I, I cried anytime I watched it. Yeah. I, 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 I like recently said that to somebody about my love of Glee and, and how I like cry. Oh, it was in a job interview. <laughs> Oh. I had 
didn't know. No, no, no. It was okay. I interviewed yeah. for the School of Visual Performing Arts at Syracuse University. So it was like an eight panel interview and they were like talking about you know how some of their students there their goal is not you know employment it's because it's Mm -hmm. their passion and I'm like yeah it's like whenever I watch Glee and I cry it's like I wonder why I'm crying it's like because I didn't follow my passions in music and the arts Mm -hmm. and it actually went over very well so but I cry anytime I watch Glee so I've only seen one episode of Glee and in it, someone gets in a car accident and gets put in a wheelchair mm-hmm. and then immediately starts singing, I'm still standing by, by fucking Elton John. And I was like, yeah. that is the dumbest, no, listen, lamest. It, it was super lame, oh, but I still loved it. So so. so these are all all of my guilty pleasures. I think we went through I every we went single through one of them. I have. I mean, we didn't even get into butt stuff, but I, I mean, other than that, we got, oh, did, don't make that We did me. not. I was going to do top five and places not. to have sex, but... I, ch- I chose this more and, PG and, topic. And you were like, top five places of sex. And I went, the butt? You went, no, no, like, outside. Yeah, like, like, physical places, not places on your body. Like environments to do it in. Yes. Yeah, I should have said Like the back of a Volkswagen. Mm-hmm. Wait, do you have a Volkswagen? Uh, I'll get one, girl. <laughs> That's what you need. I'll go get one. I'm good, thanks. All right. Well, hey, this has been great. Do you have anything you want to plug? Um. Actually, if anyone out there is interested in the film and arts community, uh, my good friend Kristen Turo has her own, it's a music sound production company called KT Sound, mm-hmm. and she's actually doing this empowerment for women in the film industry. Oh, that's wonderful. And so if you go to Instagram and look up Girl Shoot, so Girl, S-H-O-O-T, um, she's got some merch there. Oh, I got it because they shoot film. Girl, okay. shoot. Right, right exactly. So check it out. Uh, check out her merch and support women in film. I, I completely agree. And I've been dying for someone to pick something women in film because I have so much to talk about. And I do on, t- on Pop 5 all the time oh. because I just can't stop blowing. Um, oh, fuck. <laughs> now my brain doesn't work. Wow. Okay. Uh, she directed Wonder Woman Jensen. Uh, the the woman who yeah. played uh, oh who directed, Gal? No, no, directed the movie. Oh, I don't. I mean, Gal Gadot is fine. Oh, but uh, yeah, um, because she's she's got a new true crime thing out on, oh. on it's got Chris Pine. It's very good. Ooh. Um, I just keep wanting to say her name is Carly Rae Jepsen, and I know that's I not right. I am still so I can't look you in the eye anymore after that. That was embarrassing. <laughs> All right. Well, well, thank you so much, Taylor, for oh, finally for, having me on. Thanks I'm for sorry coming it on. Took me forever. Um, the door is locked from the outside so i don't know how to get out of this van i've been in here for a couple of weeks so as soon as um our intern alan lets us out you know you Mm -hmm. can you can go um i was wondering why there was that bucket of piss in the corner and now i know yeah real sorry i'll try to dump it when you leave but Mm. you know next guest all right well well hey that's been top five for this week and um you know i just want you to call me maybe (laughs) in the end i will Sign.